1: Here are Fibber and Molly before we get into our story.
0: Babies, babies, babies. I never saw so many cute-looking baby pictures before.
2: I like the one that's peeking out from one of the blankets.
0: <laughs> you mean the little fella that wants to know if he's covered?
2: That's him. And that's a good question, too. Lots of people have been asking that lately.
0: Friends, McGee and I are looking at some of the wonderful baby photographs in a little booklet put out by the Prudential. It's called Plain Talk, and it answers the questions you've been asking about Social Security. Questions like, uh, am I covered? How much will my family get if I'm not here? How much will I get when I'm 65?
2: This 30-page booklet gives you easy-to-understand facts and figures on Social Security benefits and how much they are and how to get them. It's just loaded with information.
0: And loaded with those baby pictures we were talking about. They're cute and amusing, like we said, but they also do a good job pointing up those all-important questions and answers on Social Security
2: you can get a copy of Prudential's Plain Talk Without Cost. Just scribble your name and address on a card and send it to Fiverr McGee and Molly, Box 1212, Newark, New Jersey.
1: Mr. McGee has been busy in the den all morning with his typewriter. Something unusual is afoot, and Mrs. McGee is about to find out what...
0: What are you doing, anyhow? You've been pecking at that typewriter all morning. My goodness, look at that stack of writing.
2: Yep, I think that about does it. Where's my hat and coat, Pitsy?
0: McGee, now, if you're going downtown to sell another novel, I don't like to discourage you. Oh,
2: this ain't a novel, kiddo. This is a list. A list of the names of all my good friends.
0: My goodness, I didn't know you had that
2: many. On page one. And pages two through sixty-eight inclusive are all the dirty tricks I done to him this past year of 1954.
0: Oh, 67 pages. Yeah. You've been a busy little bee, haven't you?
2: Well, starting right now, kiddo, I'm gonna make the rounds of this town and apologize. What? Yes, sir. I'm gonna get square with every guy I know for every dirty trick I done and start the new year with as clean a slate as a kid starting kindergarten. I'm gonna go all the way with this thing today, kiddo, and get right with everybody for 1954.
0: Because... <laughs>
2: So I come clear downtown here to get to your bus to make an honest confession, driver.
1: I'll be darned.
2: Yep. I'm the guy that did it. I'm the guy that dropped that bent dime with the holes in it into your coin box and jammed up the mechanism. Last July. I done it. Well,
1: by golly, this is a new approach, mister. You sure did give me a bad time with that thing, all right. Had to pull the bus out of service till they put a new coin box in.
2: I know. And that's why I'm here now, to apologize and give you this brand new American dime. To pay my fare that day. Here you are.
1: Well, thanks, mister. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. I'll turn it in. I got that bent dime right here in my pocket. Been carrying it ever since that day. See it? <laughs> That's
2: it. That's that dime, boy. Is that beat up? Will you just keep it, bud, for a souvenir?
1: <laughs> okay. My gosh, you sure brightened up my day, mister. Oak Street next. 14th and Oak. I mean to say, it's mighty nice to find a guy with a conscience these days, believe me.
2: Well, I'm clearing up all my mortal obligations to my fellow men before the old year's out. Well, let me off the next corner, will you? Kramer's Drugstore? Sure. Uh, good luck to you, mister. Thanks, bud. Feels good to get it off my chest. Sorry to rush off like this, but I've got a pretty full schedule. Well, have a nice
1: New Year's. Well, same to you. All right, hop on, folks. Watch a step. Watch it, Alice. Don't... Uh-oh. Uh, hey, Hey, mister. Wait, you forgot to... Oh, oh, the heck with it. What'd the guy do, driver? Beat you out of his fare? No, he just forgot to pay it, that's all. Very honest little guy. Paid me a dime he owed me from last summer, but he forgot to pay for today's ride. (laughs) Looked like a crook to me. I'll throw a dime in for him myself. He's got a lot on his mind. You know what he did? Come all the way down here just to make up for a bent dime that he'd give me. What the heck's the matter with this coin box? Oh, no. That spent time. I threw it in the box myself. Oh, of all the stupid idiotic things to do here. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly.
0: Sparkle, sparkle your hair too. Sparkles after dial shampoo. Dial shampoo gets your hair clean. Dial shampoo gets your hair sheen. Diamond sparkle, that's for you when you use
1: Dial Shampoo. Isn't that an exciting promise? Well, it's true. Dial Shampoo does give your hair that diamond sparkle look. A brighter, more appealing look you love. With Dial Shampoo, you get loads of lanolated lather instantly. It cleanses every strand of your hair gently and thoroughly. Leaves it ever so soft. And ever so easy to manage. Get dial shampoo in the unbreakable squeeze bottle. Until you do, you just can't imagine what a difference one shampooing can make.
0: Diamond sparkle, that's for you. When you use dial shampoo, dial shampoo. <laughs> Uh, thank you, ma'am.
2: Now, would you mind repeating what you just said, McGee, uh, slowly? Well, sure, Kramer. I said back in March of this year, I came in and asked for change for a quarter for a phone call, and by mistake, you gave me change of a half. So I'd like to refund the quarter. And here you are: ten, ten, twenty, twenty-five cents. Now we're even, right, Kramer? Kramer! Are you all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Had a little dizzy spell for a minute, but uh, I'm fine. Gee, uh, why, well, uh, thanks, McGee. But uh, you've, you've restored my faith in human nature. And you got as human a nature as anybody, Kramer. You deserve your change back. When I think of the dirty names I've called you this past year, I... Well, here, have a cigar, McGee. A 15-center on me. Any guy that's as honest as you are. Mark. Oh, Kramer, thanks just the same. But I don't want an award for what i done. It'll only spoil it. Well, take something. Let me buy nope. you... No. I'm out to clear myself with my fellow man today for the whole year. And when I go home tonight, I don't want to owe anybody a thing. I'll take a cigar, but I'm paying. I mean it. Right. Okay, if that's the way you feel. You're a scholar and a gentleman, McGee. <laughs> You've brightened up my whole day. Here's your change, old friend. Well, thanks. Well, old friend, i got to run along. I got a lot of ground to cover today. See you around. Thanks again, old friend.
1: By George, that's a nice little guy. Got his faults, of course, but anybody is honest. Oh, for Pete's sake, got
2: me so rattled I did it again. he gave give me two bits and I gave him change for a half. Hey,
1: McGee! McGee!
2: Yeah, you call me, Kramer?
1: Yeah, I, uh...
2: It's two bits,
1: anyhow. I just wanted to say Happy New Year, McGee. Yeah, Happy New Year.
2: And for three hours now, Wimp, I've been all around town apologizing to all my friends for all the dirty tricks I'd done them in 1954. I'm getting square with the world.
0: Oh, that certainly is a laudable undertaking, Mr. McGee. And enormous, too.
2: Oh, thanks, Wimp. And you're next on my list, boy. Uh, me? Remember last Labor Day night at the pool room at the Elks Club?
0: Oh, uh, yes.
2: Remember you were concentrating on that shot? Eight ball in the side pocket? And somebody yelled, Cheese it, Wimp! Here comes Sweetie Face! And you bolted for the back door?
0: Was that you that yelled?
2: No, that was Corny Jackson. But well, I was the one that tied your shoelaces together. <laughs>
0: I'll never forget the way <laughs> Oh, yes. All the way down the back stairs.
2: <laughs> well, gee whiz, I'm sure glad you're not
0: sore. Oh, no. I never harbor a grudge, Mr. McGee. And I do admire you for being a man enough to come and admit that you were a sneaky, double-crossing, rotten, deceitful rat. That yeah. uh, you are a gentleman.
2: Uh, well, thanks, Wimp. I wanted to get it off my chest. And I want to repay you financially for the damage i done, too.
0: Oh, that isn't necessary. Dr. Gamble gives me a rate for broken arms. And besides, you didn't actually break my arm. I'm the one who broke it when I fell on it.
2: Yeah, that's true, but I'm the guy that broke your shoelaces, and I want to pay you for them. Here, take this dime, wimp, and Happy New Year, boy. It's me, kiddo. I'm back and bushed. Boy, what a day. In
0: here, dearie, with Dr. Gamble.
2: Dr. Gamble, is he here? I've been looking all over town for him. He's the last one on my list. you Wind Tunnel. Molly's been telling me about your little true confessions idea.
0: Yes. I'm so proud of you, McGee. Goodness, what happened to your eye?
2: More toops. He's the emotional type. I guess I never should have told him I was the one that did it, but... You know that night he was out late with the boys and came home bleary-eyed? Did what? Painted his garage doors black. He thought they were open. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a get away. He shut off his engine and tried to glide in so he wouldn't wake up his wife. Oh, my eye. Serves you right. That was a dirty trick, McGee. Well, at least I'm getting my slate cleared for 55. And you're next, Doctor. Me, huh? Proceed.
0: This should be interesting.
2: Well, to start off with, here's the dollar I owe you. What's that for? Last time we played golf. That bet we had, I cheated. No kidding. Yeah.
0: Goodness, McGee, how can you?
2: Well, thanks, McGee. And here's your 75 cents change. What's that for? I cheated, too. (laughs) I kept slipping the caddy a quarter every time he kicked my ball into the hole when you weren't looking. I believe it was three times.
0: Oh, doctor, really now. Well,
2: as long as you're being so honest, Fetzel, here's one of your quarters back. What's that for? That wasn't your ball you were using in that game. That ball had a hollow center full of Mexican jumping beans. What? (laughs) Take it back to Sid's gag shop, and he'll give you the half-buck deposit, and we'll be even. Well, if this isn't... As long as we're being that honest, flannel mouth. Remember the chewing gum in your bowling ball? I did that. You what? Okay, okay. If you really want to get down to cases, I'll tell you something I wasn't even going to mention. But as long as you... Oh,
0: well, I better make up a pot of coffee. This could go on all night. Well, remember, Doc...
2: (laughs)
1: We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. To help you welcome in 1955 tomorrow night, the NBC Radio Network will send your way an all-star parade of bands from the top night spots across the nation. And on New Year's Day, listen to the lineup of special event broadcasts NBC has scheduled. There's the Keesler Air Force Base chorus and orchestra with a 90-minute broadcast of Handel's The Messiah a descriptive word picture of Pasadena's famed Parade of the Roses, direct from Pasadena, California. From there, NBC switches you to Dallas, Texas, and a play-by-play calling of the Arkansas-Georgia Tech football game in the Cotton Bowl. Then, back to Pasadena and the Rose Bowl, where you'll hear the Rose Bowl game, an NBC traditional broadcast. Of course, this New Year's Day, you'll hear the Ohio State-USC game, and a great one that will be. So remember... For the finest radio entertainment, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and throughout 1955, keep your dial set to the NBC Radio Network.
2: Well, so long, Doc. Ah, boy, I'm sure glad to get all that off my chest. Old Doc's a swell guy.
0: The best. You know it's midnight.
2: Midnight? We've been exchanging true confessions for six
0: hours, Doc and me? Six hours and ten minutes.
2: <laughs> well, it was worth it. I feel as pure as a newborn babe. Boy, this day's sure been good medicine for my soul.
0: Yes. You know, I wish we could bottle that medicine and distribute it all over the world. Hmm? If everybody everywhere could remember just three little words, love thy neighbor, 1955 would really be a happy new year.
2: Yeah. Good night.
1: Good night, all. <laughs> River McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Joe Kearns as Kramer. This is John Wald reminding you that we'll be back again Sunday night, so be sure to tune in. Good night. Join the great Gildersleeve and his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.